Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action helping others and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We're your host, Tim and Julie Harris, of course, and we are going to pick up where we left off yesterday. We are covering the 20 most common questions we get from agents, not all of them coaching clients, but agents in general. Julie and I get, I don't know, between the two of us, probably 20 emails a day. We have Facebook comments, just people finding us different ways, and we always get sort of a a series of the same 20 questions, and so what Julie and I did over the last 60 days, it was we started making a little spreadsheet, well, it was actually an email that we sent back and forth, where we started to keep track of the questions that we are getting individually, and that is what this series of shows is all about. Julie, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. It's always my pleasure, and we're going to cover a lot of those uh, fairly common questions but you, what you, we find with common questions is because they're coming across it so often and not necessarily doing anything about it. So we're all about taking action and making it so it's not a question in your mind anymore. It's something that you are indeed taking action on. But before we do that, I wanted to give a couple of quick shout-outs uh, regarding our book reviews. The book is, of course, called Harris Rules, and you can get that in three different formats at Amazon.com, the Audible version, the hard copy version, and you can download that to your device. So right off of Amazon recently from Alexander Olson, writes, I read Harris Rules after coming across their podcast midway through fourth quarter. The advice and coaching only adds motivation to manage your time and perform at the highest level. This book echoes the energy and practical advice given every day by Tim and Julie on the podcast. I'm going TFW for my best year ever in 2018. That means total effing war for those of you who don't know from last quarter. Julie Harris, did you just swear? Almost, (laughs) but not quite. No, almost not quite. Yes, but total effing war, people. Write that down. You can. That's the carryover from the mastermind. Sorry for interrupting you, Julie. From last, from fourth quarter that we were doing uh, for all of our mastermind uh, attendees. So all of you guys can have that. TFW, baby. Make that your thing for 2018 because really, I mean, guys, the fact is, is this will be the best year in real estate. I Honestly, maybe the past 15 years. So Julie, continue. I'm sorry. Yes, that's okay. And another one that just came in uh, from someone, uh, my sky. Uh, Colonel, I'm not sure you guys use different names on Amazon and stuff, so you know who you are, writes, in regards to real estate, it's the best book out there, period. Thank you for that. This is a no-fluff, easy-to-read book, or should I say manual. It contains everything you need to develop a successful career in real estate. Tim's mantra, quote, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level rings in my head every day. Thank you. Well, thank you for a great review. We appreciate you. So then I wanted to hop over to our private Facebook page for Premier Coaching members. And, you know, it's funny, I had encouraged one of our Hawaii agents to post uh, one of his beautiful new listings, uh, knowing that many of our other Premier clients are snowed in and have clients that are snowed in, and you just never know who's going to sell what where. So he posted that, and one of our Canadian clients responded and said he's going to show that to one of his clients and see if they've got a match. So you just never know what's going to come from the Facebook page. Also, we have someone, let's see, looking for, uh, there's a referral in Columbia, I think it's Mississippi, 
and lots of other great victory posts. You guys are super busy. This is the and, this is the uh, private yeah. This is the private yeah. Facebook page for members. So Julie, we you know that that's a that's a members benefit. And uh, it is absolutely stunning to your point, Julie, how many people actually are able to place referrals and pick up referrals just from that uh, website. We, we do not try to get in the middle of you guys sharing right. business with each other. And I am sure that a lot of people pay for their premier coaching just from the referrals that they send and receive every single year just from being members of the private Facebook page. Um, so we have a lot of people, probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 a day that try to join the private Facebook page that aren't Premier Coaching members. So listeners, be clear, if you want to be part of that page, you definitely have to become a Premier Coaching member. Julie, didn't you have an email you wanted to read to somebody from Texas? That's yes. It. You got it. This is from, I hope I say her last name correctly, Kim Visioni, perhaps, uh, in Arlington, Texas. Writes, good afternoon and happy new year. Honestly, I slacked at the end of the year. I guess my broker would say I checked out, but honestly, I was just too busy, which is not a bad thing. February is going to be probably my best month ever. So I had time today and listened to two podcasts, attended coaching, and did two extra BPO trainings. I can't say every day will be like this because I'd much rather be out showing than sitting in my office. But my goal board is done, my whiteboards look amazing, and I'm working on my action steps, which I've already done but need to put them into action in my planner. How do you all feel about planners? Well, we actually have something in the works regarding planners, but we'll get that in the later call. So now I use Evernote and all those things, but I also carry my book with me everywhere. It's a book. I use the Focus Planner, and so far I'm loving it. I have my three things for the day and a place for notes for follow-ups for, uh, for what have you. I'm thankful for you both, and even when I don't want to, which you know, we do have those days, I can listen to you, and off I go. Thank you so much for the encouragement of your time. I believe 2018 will be my best year ever. I'm making that happen and speaking it into existence from Kim. So uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mindset going, but Tim's yeah. on to you, so go ahead. Yes, let's not do the whole speaking it to existence. First of all, <laughs> I know, you're a nice that's a slippery slope, isn't it? We're not doing the mindsets uh, where the universe is going to be delivering my pizza, you know, with extra pepperoni. None of that bullshit on this podcast. Guys, it all is about the actions you take, the doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest, highest level. I realize that it's very popular and trendy and quote unquote progressive. Ooh, I am being a little uh, political, but such is the way to be uh, uh, to believe that the universe will bring you whatever you intend for it to bring based on your thinking about it. No, do not believe that crap at all. And when you hear people trying to sell you that mystical bullshit, you have to see it for what it is. Snake oil. Guys, at the end of the day, it's not what somebody says, it's what they do. You don't judge somebody by what they say, you judge them by what they do. So if you are trying to basically uh, you know, improve your life in any of the most important categories of your life, your physical life, your fi financial life, your spiritual life, your familial life, your educational aspects of your life, you have to got to clue yourself in to people that are doing, not people that are talking. And all these mystical people that are selling all this mindset crap. You know, Julie and I went, we have a book signing that's coming up. It's going to be at Book People in Austin. We're going to invite, obviously, local folks to come down and, uh, you know, meet with us. So it's going to be uh, something that it's going to be fun, not going to maybe an hour or two and in and out. And there you go. But when we were down there, Julie and I were scoping out the place, trying to get an idea of how many people we would want to invite without overwhelming the place. And uh, we went and started looking at the different sections in the bookstore where the books are. And our book is in this section where basically it's two bookshelves. 
And then we meandered over to the, the mindset section and there were probably 15 bookshelves. <laughs> so look, I get why okay. what we're saying, you know, business books in general are, you know, in the minority. I and mean, you know, Tim Ferriss's book was there. Ryan Halliday's books were there on the same section where our book's going to be. But here's the thing, guys, is that the mindset stuff is seductive. Oh, it's sexy. If I can just sit around and think and meditate and the universe will somehow magically bring me what I want. Now, I realize that not very many people say it so like that anymore. Back in, if you guys were around during the whole secret, you know, back in the early 2000s, that was a very popular belief. But it, there's still little grains of that that are uh, definitely being perpetuated inside the real estate communities. Guys, look, the bottom line is, if you don't have what you want in life, if you don't have the lifestyle, the health, the wealth, the whatever. It's because you simply, this is the formula. It's not any more complicated than this. I promise you, you simply have yet to accept that there's a direct relationship between the quality and the quantity of the things that you enjoy in life and the number of other people that you help accomplish their goals. That's it. So if you don't, if you're, you know, when you find yourself being envious or jealous of somebody else that has a new whatever or has gone, you know, they just got back from a cruise to wherever and you find yourself feeling anxious about that person and you rationalize, well, they must have, you know, to earn their money to sell more than me. They must have had inroads. They must have somehow, you know, known someone. They must have cheated. They must have bought their leads. They must have all these other things. All those things could be true to differing levels, but the reality of it is, is that they are experiencing a different experience on this planet than you are because they have accepted the fact, either consciously or just through their behavior, end results the same, that their experience on this planet is determined by the number of other people that they help, right? So look, Julie and I are very direct, very practical and tactical, but we're also we 100% connected to what I just said to you. The more people we help, the 100,000, 104,000 that are going to listen to this show today, the more of you that we help, the better our existence on this planet is. Oh, how about that? Same with you guys. So if you're not enjoying or if you're not, like you're driving some old piece of crap car and living in some old piece of crap, whatever, and you don't like the way you're living and it doesn't matter what age you are and you want to do something about it. Two things, you only live once and you're dead a real long time. And second thing is, why don't you stop thinking about yourself so much and think about how you can be of service to other people? Now here's where the rubber meets the road. How do you go about thinking about that? What does that actually mean to him? Make it practical and tactical. Well, here's it. Here it is. You have to learn how to solve people's real estate problems, which means you're going to have to get really damn good at your scripts, at your dialogues, at your presenting, at your pricing. You're going to have to finally, many of you, truly become an expert at buying and selling real estate, not just somebody who talks about it. Guys get the difference? That's the level of commitment, TFW. So Julie, let's pick up where we left off yesterday, unless you have anything you want to yes, tack on to that. Let me just, I do, I do want to add something to what Kim said, because I just got off the phone with a coaching client that was kind of along the same way of putting it down in paper. She had mentioned planners, okay? The comment from the call I just had was this. I finally realized that I am hiding all of my best leads and future transactions in the technology that I had hired thinking that it was going to help me. And I said, well, tell me more about that. And she said, well, it's all in my laptop, it's in spreadsheets and it's in my phone. So this agent, because she was tasked with coming up with the deficit for first quarter, when we always go to what's already on your plate, okay? So previous homework. She was tasked with finding her next deals. 
she sat down for an entire afternoon in her office and pulled out old emails, old leads, stuff that was stuck in, you know, CRM follow-up drip systems and made the calls. Not just sent emails, did some emailing and texting, but by and large she made the calls. Through just getting into her phone, she came up with nine new buyers and three new listing leads and one new listing appointment set for this week. So I'm not against the paper. I know a lot of you guys want to go paperless and that's great, but remember, sometimes systematizing things makes out of sight, out of mind and your next deals are probably right in front of you. So I just wanted to speak to that because a lot of agents are like one foot in and one foot out with technology, struggle with dot loop and DocuSign and CRMs and all this stuff. If a journal keeps you on track and it causes you to make calls and more appointments, then use a journal. So I just had to say that. And then we can yeah. get to our okay, questions. Okay, so Julie, what question are we on? Do you remember where we left off yesterday? I think we're on number four, but I had to jump to Premier. I think we're on number four. Uh, yes, we are. I'm reading it now. Okay. Number question, common question number four. I worry that I'm unprepared for changes in the market. I know whether or not, I see, I know whatever the market is doing there. Uh, Julie, can you read what you wrote? I, this is right from an email that what they wrote. I right. know whatever the market is doing, there is still money to make, but I've only sold real estate in essentially a seller's market. I fear that when the market changes, I will be in big trouble. And then also from this email, just to give kind of a flavor to this, I lean towards the bread and butter of 300 to 600,000. I think I'm afraid of the responsibility of higher priced listings. Up till now, my MO is that I sell my listings fast for top dollar, and I feel haunted and guilty when they haven't moved in two weeks. The market has changed. My clients aren't unhappy or anything, but I feel bad. So this so Julie, is the fear of the changing market coming out. Go ahead. So Julie wrote down a lot of very specific analytical statistical points to answer that, but I'm going to, uh, she, that's going to, her notes will be printed on for the sake of time. will be on the website, uh, timandjulieharris.com. If you guys are using this call for office training, this podcast for office training and whatnot, and you want her more detailed notes, that's where they'll be, but I'm going to cut through it and I'm going to get to the bottom line. Okay. So a lot of coaching companies are fearful and brokerages, by the way, are fearful of telling you guys anything other than good news. They want to constantly be letting you believe. NARS the same way, at least they were. They're not so much as they, you know, I think, frankly, they're being a little bit more metered in how they're reading the market. They're not constantly, you know, being uh, cheerleaders of the market, no matter what, you know, is actually happening. Now they've actually, I think they're taking a, a much more metered approach. We have always done that. I mean, we have never, we're not worried about our ability to sell our products because the market might not be a seller's market anymore. Everybody else in our business is. Um, that's the reason that when the market changed, Julie and I were the only ones of saying the shit show has arrived back in 07 and you better be doing these things and you better pivot your business. Some of you guys knew us back then and you knew <laughs> and you went to conferences where people were literally making fun of us uh, for saying that the, you better learn how to do short sales and you better learn how to go after REOs. People were trying to basically do everything in the power to make you guys believe that the market was still on its way, on its ascension, and nothing to worry about. They were doing what was right for them, not for you, because they knew that they didn't have a coaching program or a training program that could adjust to a downward, downwardly sloping market. Now, I know this is, sounds very self-serving, I suppose it is, but this is also the truth. Julie and I sold real estate. Hey, there you go. There's a first place to start when you're thinking about hiring a coach. Ask if they sold real estate. So Julie and I sold real estate for a long time. We sold real estate in Columbus, Ohio in the market, even though it's different now. The market in Columbus, Ohio, while we sold real estate, 
was never on the ascension. It was always a market that barely appreciated maybe two or 3% per year. And we had to deal with, as a normal course of business, people that were underwater. And we had to deal with distressed sales. We had to deal with retail. We had to deal with all of it simultaneously. That was our business. And that's the way most of the country in a normal market is. So you do not need to worry that uh, you will not be way in advance uh, warned when the market is actually changing in a noticeable way. When I and Julie and any of our coaches see any reason for you to be fearful, we will not hold back on that information, even if we're too soon telling you. I would rather be wrong and have people say, oh, Tim and Julie weren't about you know, some sort of decline in the market and they were wrong. I would rather be wrong and have egg on my face than I would hold back on information that could be helpful to you guys. Why? Because I told you already, we know that our experience on this planet is directly tied to the service we provide for you. And if that means that sometimes we have to be a little self-sacrificial on the way to that mission, we're going to be. Does that make sense, Julie? It absolutely does. And I would point out, even if this does sound uh, self-serving, we do have a pretty kick-ass track record of having done that for you guys. I saved an email from a coaching client, a different Kim, whose last name starts with an F, who said, quote, if you guys hadn't taught me how to do BPOs during the recession, I would be living under a bridge. I will never forget that email. And it always reminds me because people are like, why do you teach BPO cash flow? Well, it's not because I think it's the most exciting thing in the world. It's because when the market changes, and even when it's not, it's nice for you guys to get checks coming in the mail. Okay, so we've got your back. And to Tim, well, to your point, you know, we usually are a little bit ahead of the game, but we do watch this. So, you know, one of my uh, reporting things from our, our, our um, predictions show was to remind you guys, right now, only 4% of closings in 2017 are distressed. When that starts to climb, believe me when I tell you, you're going to hear about it from us, and you know that we're not just going to report on it. We're going to let you know what in the world to do about it. So fear not, question asker number four. You're going to be fine. Okay. So listen. Uh, and, and by the way, too, she was talking about, um, you know, what happens when listings don't sell in two weeks because that's been the promise. I sell my listings quickly. Well, when you can't promise that anymore, use our seller's 12-week communication plan, learn better seller scripts, learn your stuff to pre-program your sellers on expectations. That's what we teach in Premier Coaching. Go ahead. I so when the market – well, but to, what Julie was just saying it nicely is when the market changes – it goes from being a relationship-based business to a skills-based business. So our humble suggestion to you is get your skills on now. And like I said, become the best version of a salesperson and a masterful salesperson knows their product. Some of you who have not been tuned into us for a very long period of time, a, everyone who's ever had any sort of impact on anybody in the history of humanity has been a salesperson. Oh my God, what did I just say? A great doctor is a salesperson. A great religious leader is a salesperson. Jesus Christ was a salesperson. Buddha was a salesperson. Your doctor, your lawyer, your everybody. A great teacher is a salesperson. You know who taught me that, listeners? I'll tell you who taught me that. I was newish in the business. I've told this story before, but it's, I, I'll never forget it. I was, uh, we were, for some reason, called out to uh, meet with a really, really, really rich dude in New Albany, Ohio. And the guy's name was Dr. Paula. I'm sure he still lives there. And he had this big mansion. It was one of the most beautiful houses I'd ever seen. We'd driven past it. We knew what house it was. So he calls us and he says, I want you guys to, you know, I want to stop by and talk to you about listing some house. And it was like, 
this is before we knew who it was and da da da. da. So you know, we wrote his name down. We did some research and then we went to property records and we found out this guy didn't own like two houses. He owned like, I don't even remember, remember maybe, two, maybe 2,000. And literally we went to property pages, records. Pages in the property records. Yeah. You know, normally and they you look weren't it up and subject property. It was like, it just was never ending. It was awesome. And they weren't junk houses. They weren't, and these were all, no. you know, it's like, are you kidding me? All right, so I, you know, I get to the guy's house and this door, you know, I'm not the tallest person in the world, you know, but this door in this house was probably 20 feet tall. And I remember knocking on the door, conk, 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 you know, with this door knocker thing, which was about level with my forehead, by the way. And so the door opens up. I kid you not, there's some like James Bond looking butler that opens the door. So I get walked into this room and this room was just like, you know, something you'd seen out of Italy, you know, just ornate. And the chairs he had in this room, the chairs he had in this room were oversized. They were built for the, you know, the room. And so I'm sitting in this chair that makes me look like I'm about, you know, two inches tall, you know, like you're in a dollhouse or something. Exactly. And there's nobody else. There's nobody else in the room. And, you know, it's this beautiful room. I'm sitting there waiting and he walks in. And he must have immediately sensed that I was peeing my pants. And so he, he just goes right into, and this is the first, like one of the first things he says to me, he goes, do you know you and I are in the same business? And I knew he was a doctor. Um, he made his money other ways, by the way. But any of that, he said, you know, uh, you and I are in the same business. And I said, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. uh, I'm a car. He, he said, I'm a cardiologist. And he said, I have to sell people into procedures in order to get them to do procedures, just like you have to sell people into basically, you know, doing real estate transactions. So we're in the same business. I, you know, the second he said that all my stress went away because I knew that he was operating on a different level. And that level is something I wanted to ascend to. So I did as fast as I could because I realized that what he was saying was so true. Now, this was back when I was in my 20s. I hope you guys get that no matter what age you are now. Some of you have this natural resistance to considering yourself salespeople. And I promise you that's holding you back. The most important thing that every single person in any line of business, you have to learn is how to sell. It does not matter what you do. Selling comes in different forms. But one consistency amongst all different forms of selling is an actual expertise level of understanding of what you're selling, of what your, what your product is. If you don't have that and you have to bullshit your way in selling, that's the reason that some of you don't want to sell because you feel and you know you're bullshitting. You have to know your product. You have to know your market. You have to be an expert at knowing what to say and how to say it. And you do not pick up those skills. You can pick them up over time by accident, maybe eventually if you live long enough. But the best way for you to do it is just to get a condensed version of everything. What it's, The reality of it is the sellers never say that many different things to you. The, the buyers never say that many things, different things to you. Your business is like a machine. The process is virtually the same every single time. And once you accept the fact that your business should be running like a business, not by, oh my gosh, did Zillow send me a lead? Or, oh my gosh, did I find an opportunity from knocking on someone's door and giving them a pumpkin pie? You guys have to realize your business should operate like a business. And if it's not, or if you're finding yourself struggling or uncertain about what your 2018 is actually going to be like, would you please take us up on our offer and just request a free coaching call? Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and you will be not only receiving five of our books, including Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate and the Real Estate Treasure Map, but you'll also be entitled to a free coaching call with our new member coaches who will work on one, your 12-month lead generation plan. 
So just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And also, while there's still time, go over to agentmillions.com. And Julie, we have time for one more point. Uh, I like the next point. point. It's awesome. Okay, well, hold on. Agent, agent, Julie, hold on. Agentmillions.com. Go to agentmillions.com. We're doing a, um, I think we're going to do three or four more of these in January. But definitely join that. It's a mastermind with a lot of top producing agents, a lot of famous agents, frankly, that you know from Bravo TV for the Million Dollar Series. So go to agentmillions.com and register for that. We're doing one of those events today. All right, point number five, Julie. I'm sick of feeling like I do deals out of luck, something I just talked about, versus out of some sort of plan. Julie, what do you mean by that? Well, so I wrote down, are you following a plan? That could have something to do with not feeling like you're following a plan, okay? Or are you working off of hopium? Real Estate Treasure Map, Harris Rules, these are all guides that we have put together for you that don't just tell you what to do, but tells you how to do it and when to do it. So if you're feeling like you're doing deals out of luck, it's probably because you're a one-spoke or no-spoke wonder, which we say with love because we know we can help you, okay, versus a plan where you have multiple spokes of business where you're actually following a schedule that honors those spokes of business, where you understand lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, closing, and you know how to lather, rinse, repeat. I wrote down that consistent effort equals consistent results. So follow your dollar productive schedule. How many of you guys have a beautiful looking schedule? It's all slated out. It's even stored in your phone or it comes across your computer screen, but you never do what it tells you to do. You have to actually do what the schedule says. And then I wrote down something from uh, some, a um, book that you and I were listening to over the weekend. Uh, I think it's called How to Build a Race Car from Adrian Newey, which is probably mm-hmm. most bizarre to most of our listeners. But the quote is this. Distraction is the enemy of performance. Distraction is the enemy of performance. Are your distractions running your day? And Adrian Newey in that How to Build a Race Car had a great example of distractions literally wrecking you on the racetrack. Think about race car drivers. They can't be distracted. It's the end of the race. That's it. They're in the ditch. They're in the gravel. So think of that. I I wanted them to have that visual. Distraction is the enemy of performance. So Eliminate the things that get you off track. Media-free morning, for example, we talk about that in both the treasure map and in Harris Rules. So there are things that we have in place to help you, but you have to be coachable and take action. Back to you, Tim. So Julie is going to is logging off, and she's going to go jump on the Premier Coaching Call. Premier Coaching members, make sure you attend those Premier Coaching uh, Calls with Julie every day live. Try not to listen to it in replay. You always have a better experience when you listen live, and you can obviously then get real live coaching from Julie during the session. So listeners, listen. <laughs> this is going to be your best years ever, but not by accident, not by hoping and praying. Not by spending hours and hours and hours looking for easy buttons that are going to do lead generation for you. Not by spending time on your CRM, your logo, or your website. The only way you're going to really have an exceptional year where you feel it's predictable, duplicatable, where you can actually have a sense of sanity and security from your business is if you start with the mindset of two prominent thoughts that hopefully you guys are taking away from today's show. Number one, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And number two, what essentially you are a direct reflection of what you know and who you've helped. So you're the way you look, the car you drive, the clothes you're wearing, the house you're in, the money in your account, the places you're looking forward to vacationing or vacation last year. All those things are a direct relationship to the people you've helped, the number of people you've helped at the the highest enough, high enough level. 
So if you've not, if you basically are just working your tiny little centers of influence list or your tiny little church group or your tiny little neighborhood thing, and you're wondering why you're not making more money, why more people aren't doing deals with you, it's because you have not accepted the fact that you have to get your skills to the next level and then every single day aggressively look for people to help. We are in the, a great salesperson knows that they're in the people helping business. Some of you guys struggle with seeing yourselves as salespeople. What would happen in your life? And this is your takeaway for today. What would happen in your life? How different would your experience on this planet be if you stopped struggling with the fact that you are a salesperson? If you just stop calling yourself a new home advisor, a team leader, all these other names <laughs> I see on agents business cards, which always makes me laugh. What if you were just to have salesperson on that business card, right? What is that? There's no, there's no question about what that's supposed to mean. Salesperson, that's what you are. That means you'd have to be really good at it. That means you're going to have to basically overcome your own mindset about what that word means. Not embracing that word is similar to basically malpractice, and that's causing you struggle. Look, guys, I don't know ultimately why some of the things that we tell you on this podcast work psychologically. I just know that they do. We've not bothered to understand why psychologically things work and think other things don't, but we've had the blessing of literally been coaches for just forever now, have had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of coaching calls, and we know what it takes to make somebody move their game on, get their game on, become more successful. Whatever is important to them, we can give them the elements. Now, not everyone takes action on it. Not everyone's ready for the lesson. Not everyone's really ready to embrace the fact that they have to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. And I get that. It makes me sad for you because that means you're just going to compete, uh, continue to pile on the frustration in your life. But look, not everyone's at the same point in their lives where they're frustrated enough where they're finally ready to make a change. If you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, sick and tired of not having the experience in this plant you want, the money, the wealth, if you're sick and tired of not having a sense of freedom, if you're sick and tired, if you're super successful, sell a ton of houses in real estate, but you've got nothing to show for it, no net worth, if you're sick and tired of that, Good. Don't try to make that feeling and that emotion go away. On the other side of that feeling and that emotion is what you want. Stop resisting the pain. Realize wherever you're resisting the most is where your growth needs to be. If we can help you, always remember, just email. Our easiest way is just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Freecoachingcallsforagents.com. You can also email Julie or myself, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Listeners, thank you for continuing to make Harris Rules the number one international bestseller that it's become. Thank you for making this podcast one of the top 15 podcasts on iTunes in the training section. Thank you for being receptive to what I realize is certainly not a popular or politically correct message about what it takes to be successful, not just in real estate, but in life in general. We sincerely appreciate the fact that you seem to appreciate us. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming... This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.